the applications are for gas ships to be located in three harbors around South Africa in what are ecologically sensitive areas. And the environmental NGOs have got their act together to mount objections, uh, which have uh, been regarded as credible by the department. And, you know, that's normal practice in South Africa. And car power ships has to respond accordingly. Now, what does this dismissal of the environmental assessment mean for car power ship? Yes, they have to respond. And uh, what sort of response should they come up with in terms of the now what it means for the power project in the country? And the plans by President Sil Ramaphosa was that the project will start in August next year. What happens now? Well, car power ships has indicated that they will be lodging an ob- objection. In my view, what they should do is appoint far more competent uh, environmental impact assessment specialists than the ones that they had, uh, and that might uh, serve them better. However, they only have a few weeks to lodge a successful application because financial close uh, is at the end of July, and financial close means that all the, the preferred bidders need to have met all the necessary requirements by the 25th of July uh, in order to qualify for the contracts that uh, will be issued to build the new infrastructures. And uh, at this stage, with a court case around corruption uh, still pending and and, and legal responses to uh, the department's decision, it's unlikely they're going to make financial close, and they make up two-thirds of the emergency round which is the uh, strategy of the minister to bring emergency power onto the grid. So that strategy now is fairly seriously compromised. Now, was the power ship with a 20-year lease the best solution to the country's power crisis? Uh, Just bearing in mind that uh, South Africa depends on coal for almost all its electricity generation. And, uh, you know, we sought to procure 2,000 megawatts of the emergency power uh, because state-owned utility ESCOM was really not being able to meet demand and uh, the country has been subjected uh, to uh, intermittent blackouts. Most experts agree that the the gas power ship is not a a good enough solution, mainly because we don't have any gas. And so we would have had to import the gas and and we have to pay for the gas in dollars. And the gas price is very volatile and over time could uh, significantly increase, which would then impact negatively on us as consumers uh, and and on ESCOM and would result in the export of over 200 billion rand into international financial markets, i.e. outside of South leaving South Africa. The alternative is obviously renewables, uh, which is solar and wind power, which can also be built in as short a period of time and at a much lower cost uh, without the risk of volatile gas prices and without having to pay in in dollars. So we have sun, we have wind, we may as well use it. Now, with the car power ship deal, you know, there have been uh, controversies of uh, allegations of corruption, and uh, there's just been a lot going around this particular deal. Should government maybe scrap the deal and restart the process? Well, I'm I'm not sure government can make a decision at this stage to scrap it uh, because there's a legal process. So what can happen is if the the legal challenge to the department's 
a decision is unsuccessful, then it falls away on its own. Um, it, 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 there's no decision required. Basically, that's it. Uh, the end of the road. Um, so, so we have to wait for that court case. There's also another court case taking place uh, around the, the corruption challenge by one of the, the bidders that did not get selected. And we still have to wait to see uh, what happens there. And there's some very serious allegations there around how car power ships has behaved. And there are also articles uh, that have come out by journalists, credible journalists, on uh, how car power ship uh, got involved in corrupt relationships in Lebanon and uh, Pakistan. So, yeah, there is a lot of uh, doubt now, and uh, as some some people are saying, you know, where there is smoke, there's fire, uh, but it's still not 100% proven. We still have to uh, go through the court cases. Well, Prof, it is a developing story, and I guess we'll all be watching closely, especially with the, um, you know, the the effects of how we are affected uh, with the blackouts, intermittent blackouts on a regular basis. Yeah, well, uh, you, you need to make sure that you tell the story uh, together with what President Ramaphosa announced uh, a week or two ago, uh, which was lifting the cap on unlicensed self-generation to 100 megawatts, because that's going to unleash a tsunami of renewable energy projects and subject to the capacity of the grid to uh, handle that those extra inputs. That's the fastest quickest and cheapest way of bringing new energy onto the grid. And that has been said by business and research institutions for a very, very long time and was ignored up until, as uh, the Minister of Energy put it, the president twisted his arm and convinced him to go for that strategy. Uh, So that is the real solution, not uh, what we are getting through the emergency round, which has allocated two-thirds to the gas power ships and uh, a a third to renewable energy uh, companies, but subject to a large amount of battery storage, which is going to push up the price, unfortunately, and and it's not really required.